Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 85, Episode 2 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries fuck and fuck you. Fox News. It's Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Sweet Jack O'Brien. Bop, bop, bop. That's courtesy of at Cass Brayton. <laughs> and... Or alternately, whoa, 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 sweet Jack O'Brien, uh, courtesy of Soltis Hannah. You can go either way with that. I think we've done both of those, but always a fun way to start off the show. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Every morning when I wake up, there's a halo hanging from Miles of Grace for post I know it's a gang, but I'll see if I can use them for some hot takes or an AK. Shut the door, baby. Don't, Don't say, say a word. word. Uh, Hannah Soltis, again, at Soltis Damn. Hannah, on that one. On fire. On fire with the Sugar Ray AKAs. Mm. Uh, the Fly music video was recorded at a girl who I went to junior high with's godmother's house. And she all she would say when that video came was like, that's my godmother's house. That's my godmother's <laughs> pool. That's my godmother's backyard. I and wonder, we're like, we get it, Megan. Like, fly, those people always in our minds, like, from high school, like, don't you still imagine that that's still her only claim to fame? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's that's still why just being like, the first yeah. I look at Sugar Ray and my brain goes, <laughs> Megan from we junior it, high. Megan. We get it. Your godmother had the background from the fly video. What if she is still living off that? She's not, not man. That. Yo, her fucking, I just saw her wedding photos from last year. Oh, yeah. She took a photo. They went, They got married in Iceland. Okay. Uh-huh. So <laughs> shout out to y'all. Wow. Um, but the fucking photo, like, it, it has like a drone photo where they're on the edge of a fucking mountain. It looks like some Tolkien shit. Wow. Almost like she believes she could fly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined <laughs> in our third seat. No comment. That fucking fire fucked up high in the sky. That's what it is. He doesn't believe you can fly. That's, no, that's our That's our Kelly. Yeah. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Mr. Andrew T. Oh, y'all, no no more calling me Andrew T. Oh. I'm just Andy from now on. Damn. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Like Toy Story? Name. Yes, like Toy Story. <laughs> like Toy Story. <laughs> Call me Andy like Toy Story. I didn't have time to, I, I was trying to think of an AKA and I biffed it. And then I was, I realized a kid in college called me Andy T and it was the worst thing I've ever heard. Andy T. Yeah, right? Andy T. Yeah. The worst. It's weird knowing you. Yeah. Because yeah. you, what would it take for me to actually be an Andy? Mm. You'd have to have spiky hair. Yeah, you know what I mean. Actually, you're a little too dignified for you to be Andy. I, right? It's weird. I don't know. I, know. I look we did at you just see friend no of the way. show Andy Beckerman five seconds ago, but yeah, but Andy comes, Andy's are whack. He starts off. He starts off as Andy. I only yeah. know Andy Beckerman to be Andy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know you to be Andrew. So then, to mm-hmm. suddenly, you know, if Andy Beckerman suddenly becomes like, I'm, I'm going by Andrew now. You talking like, about Drew? <laughs> Drew Beckerman. Oh, Drew. Uncle Drew. <laughs> Dude, Drew Beckerman. Drew the fucking, Beck. The god of the of Rucker Park. Shout Actually, next time he's on the show, by the way. Uh, great show. The, will he be the Dave Drew Beck Quartet? Oh, that's an AK for him. There I can think go. of someone else. It's not mine. Why don't you take five and work on yeah, the punch up on that one? Beat that out. Let's just drop them bombs in Bombs. Well, we are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment, Andy. Uh, but first, we're going to take our <laughs> listeners through. I already regret it. Makes me it. uncomfortable. Already regret we're it. talking about today, uh, such as what was IHOP's IHOP change? What was that all about? Oh, what uh, a We were all on the edge of our seats, 
And wait till we reveal this. Oh man, because uh, I've decided I am. I don't care about the creeping of fascism in this country. I I care about IHOP right yeah, now. That's why we're they're starting fucking there. With, they're fucking with me. Yeah, they're fucking with me. Your passion has to be put somewhere. Yeah, it has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd rather make memes about creeping fascism <laughs> than dealing with it at home. Uh, we're going to talk about the president in the UK, uh, President Trump, and also his new hairdo that he just kind of uh, floated out there. Little test of of what people's response would be to that yeah. slick back. I mean, we have a lot to. This I think will take up a lot of discussion because there's so many elements to the hair change that can be read in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad, actually, Andy, you're here today. Yeah, yeah, no I, doubt. I know you'll have a lot to. No doubt, to do. Andy, you're a hairstylist. I right? am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know Andrew T isn't, but Andy, <laughs> Andy, 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 Andy T might you be. You know, a Andy, Andy can cut hair. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe? Is that what it's called. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, what it called like kitchen, like cooks. They call it burning. Like you can't right. burn yeah. when they're talking about like shape. Yeah, like, what is, like what's this? What's the hair cutter slang with like Style. you can't clip? They're stylists. You can't chop. You can't chop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Chop, but is, I do. I know in Ghana, that's what you say instead of eating. Chop. Which oh, I really? like better. Yeah, we go chop. That's nice. cool. Yeah. Is that, where, um, is that where the phrase, the chop it up is not that, but. I don't know. Like uh, look, any Ghanaian Zeit gang, uh, holler at me. Yeah. Let this old Bruni know what's going on. And barbers used to be, uh, barber and surgeon used to be the same job. So, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. No, it did. What do you mean? <laughs> Types of surgery, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, when I was in Hong like Kong. minor surgery. As a kid. I for sure uh, we went we went to some alley f- with my like now ex uncle my my aunt divorced you guys broke house, up but oh. like yeah <laughs> but uh, he uh, I think we were just getting like fucking soy milk or something but we went down this wild ass alley and yeah there was like a dentist slash barber. Okay. <laughs> operating dentist right. barber. I get both not exact science, right? Yeah, sciences. not exact sciences and neck up. Yeah, neck he's up. A, he's yeah. a wizard of the neck up. Yeah, but and I like surgery. Like, used to be a little bit more. Like, you know, they were just doing what they thought was right in the moment type yeah. thing. What is a surgery that a, a old-timey barber surgeon would do? Like, what was considered surgery then? You know, I don't know. Because uh, I'm just curious, I mean, like, I think are it we was talking like, about gallbladder I, I think removal? it was on the bloodletting side of the equation, maybe. Oh, and, so like, yeah. and, and oral surgeries, I think. I know that something about, like, that uh, twisty pull that yeah, is outside of barbershops, like that started as like a signal that was supposed to symbolize like the red bloody cloths of yeah. a surgeon. What? So, yeah. yeah, so they were doing like the kind that re- results in bloody cloths. Uh, <laughs> the know. good surgery. Right. Yeah, well, shout out to one time, I remember this dude was cutting my hair, cut top of my ear off. No. With oh, scissors, nice. yes. Is that why you look like that? Yo, oh, that explains that, it. Yeah. I know I told you. I thought I, you were ashamed yeah. of being an elf. No, no, I know you. I told or you. I was Spock. I was doing stunts in that MIA video, <laughs> Bad <laughs> Girls, in that car, and that's how my ear top came off. But no, Peter mm-hmm. accidentally slipped the top of my ear off. All right. Well, that's good to know. And now we can stop Photoshopping all those pictures. Thank that's you so much. what yep. most of our budget goes into. I know. Uh, we're going to talk about Jared Kushner, who did an interview uh, with Axios, <laughs> that was very like Vice style and like handheld. Fuck you got to yeah. do a handheld camera co- coverage to. of Jerry Kushner because he's always on the move. Uh, it's like Sasquatch, you know. You get that guy. Just uh, we're gonna talk about movie studios and where they're at in there uh, with their threats to leave Georgia, uh, which they should have already done by now. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk about Disneyland, Star Wars park, and what what the bathrooms. Uh, are like there, uh, <laughs> yeah. like like I said, uh, finally a theme park that will answer the question: Is there an animal that will eat my shit? 
And how wow. many eyes does it have? And will you let it swim through the water? I'm about to drink. Uh, and it's it, not Flintstones land. It's not. Yeah. It feels like it yeah. maybe should have been. Yeah, yeah. just should. Yeah, I feel like Flintstones land. You you would be shitting directly. A doo doo dactyl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Wow. Yeah, it gets. It can fly and then get low. <laughs> Uh, but first, Andy, we like to ask our guest, what is something <laughs> oh, from your is... search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, man. This one is way too much. Um, I've been keeping an eye on the uh, U.S. dollar price of Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, because I think I've talked about it on air before. I've certainly talked about it, I think, in person. Uh, I've been playing poker online, but because it's uh, not lawful to do so in the state of California, I've been playing on a... I believe a European-based site that takes Bitcoin oh, as its uh, currency, and my problem was when I bought into the site, it was one of the highs of Bitcoin, and then it kind of promptly crashed. Oh, oh. So it has almost crawled back up. So basically, I bought into this poker site. The value of the the currency I bought it with like plummeted by a quarter. I did manage to spin up my stack to about you know four times what I bought in with. Okay. In, money that had been so devalued that I was still underwater in U.S. dollars. <laughs> oh, wow. And so now I'm almost positive in U.S. dollars. There you go. So I feel good. Yeah. That's great, so man. I'm trying to, I'm trying you to play get a lot the, of poker? I, my, um, so I hate going to the gym. Um, <laughs> Let's start there. I'm so my, my <laughs> okay. reward for being at the, on the exercise bike is I play poker on my phone for, for uh, a while. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So you're gambling. Damn, man. You have yeah. like all sorts of, uh, like I was just thinking, poker is hard <laughs> enough for me to just like keep track of like all the odds and shit yeah. like that. You've got the odds of like the hand you're playing and who yeah. you're playing against and what you think like based on what they're doing. You also have the currency markets and then you're also working out while you do that. Well, the currency market thing is just in the it's it's per- in the pervasive in the background. So right. that doesn't take up like active mental cycles. Right. And then I think the working out actually because I'm I'm like kind of a nervous person in general right. even when I'm gambling. So I think actually it's that um fundamental attribution error thing where I can tell myself my heart rate is elevated for a reason not nerves right and that i think actually keeps me more level-headed yeah that's interesting that the fundamental attribution error is also why uh it's a good idea to go on to a horror movie with somebody that you have a crush on because oh yeah the elevated heart rate will trick them into thinking that they are aroused or interested in you romantically Mm -hmm. uh so or if they they already like you they think that they're aroused by blood <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it'd be very yeah. weird post date interaction. Yeah. Either way, it's real good. Or they think they're scared by everybody they've ever fallen in love with. Yeah, and then they're just fucked. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, overrated is staying awake during any of the number of uh, recent big blockbusters. Overrated. <laughs> okay, them shits are too long, and they're so like uh, fundamentally uh, like. Everyone has that exact same structure. So you can fully take a 15-minute nap at an hour 45 <laughs> right. into every single two-and-a-half-hour blockbuster. Okay. I did it yesterday at Godzilla. Okay. It was great. Right. Yeah, I felt, and you feel like kind of mildly refreshed when the action starts. Yeah, because, yeah. uh, man, I fall asleep in movies a lot. Yeah. Probably because I'm smack city out. <laughs> uh, but- when I'm in there, I typically, it's weird. It's almost like subconsciously, I know I'm like, no, nah, there's going to be a little break in the action here. Although yeah. Fast and Furious, I fucked up. I slept through most of the film. But the first? 
No, no, the last one, like the zombie car sequence, I oh, fully okay. slept doing. Like, oh, uh, yeah, but um, but you yeah. can also catch all that shit on YouTube in yeah. three days. Yeah, right? it's actually incredible how all the good scenes are on YouTube. But it's like the, right in those moments before you fall asleep, you're like struggling, like yeah, and yeah. you're like I'm falling asleep, falling asleep. But it's true when you actually just succumb to the sleep. Let the embra- let it embrace you, yeah, and then you can get literally a perfect like 18 minute nap in. And you feel you feel great. And you come back, you're like, I'm gonna stay awake for the rest of the, yeah. the whole movie now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's amazing <laughs> how much of my life, like before I graduated from school, was spent doing that. Like at right. that exact point where I was like <sighs> trying yeah. to keep one eye yeah. open yeah. just to like look like I was still awake while my brain was like floating no, around. You're done. Yeah. Um. So is it is there a point that people should be looking for? Is it like about halfway, structurally, two thirds of the way through the movie. Uh, like, are we talking yeah. about Joseph Campbell hero's yeah. journey structure? Well, I, I think what it is is that um, that fucking save the cat book. Yeah, right. right. Really locked down blockbuster structure, <laughs> possibly forever. Yeah, right. Like it just everyone's it's like, like, what about save the cat? It used to be story yeah. by Robert McKee. Yeah, yeah. right. It's ben the same. McKee's. I mean, ultimately, a lot of it's the same beats and whatever. And there's a good reason stories are told like this, whatever. But also, I think it's because. Movies have gotten so long right. that, like, kind of like, you know, however the screenwriting books call it, like that, like marshalling the forces moment before the the you know triumphant third act right. is long now. Yeah, it's like fifteen minutes. Something. Right. You know, Give an and, example of a marshalling the forces uh, part in like Avengers or. Um, I think the Guardians of the Galaxy first movie where they're all standing around on the Benatar, I think is the name of the ship, and they all basically say what they like about each other after having <laughs> had a, after having had a fight. Right. Something I, I'm trying to remember, but that's an example I think I've yeah. seen a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's the it's the big setback. Heroes dust themselves off and apologize to each other. Uh-huh. Moments. And, yep, and now let's get at it. Yeah. So take, it's just that it's weirdly it weirdly takes forever. Yeah. And take you know, nap, and you know that's not going to change because you know they all they're all going to have to dust themselves off. Yeah. To go kick some ass. You're yeah. Like, you know what? I already know. And maybe it's because these, especially like big blockbusters, are so like, um, they're, well, they're big now, and they you know in like a movie like Avengers, there's a lot of plot lines. So there's. It's weird you have that same rhythm of the beat, but for a lot of stories, like a lot right. of different like <laughs> CD stories, and you're just like, yeah, okay, but also because our brains fully know what's going to happen next, right. it just doesn't matter. Right, right. Anyway. Um, what is something you think is underrated? Okay. <laughs> uh, underrated, which is what I've been doing all this week. I don't think I can talk about it yet, but I just got a new job that required me to watch about... Back of the envelope, like seventy hours of an existing TV show. Oh boy! Uh-huh. And it got you know it obviously very boring, right? To do it for a while, but once do you think you... people are going to put together what you're talking about if they <laughs> figure this all out? I wonder. Okay, I, don't, just, I mean, I don't. I'm just asking you. If I don't you know if you want to come out here with that. I don't know for sure that I can't say anything. I'm just not. Okay, because, right. you know what if I can't? But yeah. you know, I think it's vague enough. Because when the Sopranos spinoff comes out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, yeah. I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna understand the Deadwood movie. That's all. That's all <laughs> that's, I'm gonna tell you. My guys. job is one I gave myself, and it's to understand the Deadwood movie. Uh, but no, it's it's that once you kind of like zone into like our, I don't know, thirty of a project like that, it kind of starts to be fun again. I don't. Huh. I I was surprised at like how like this forced binge seemed. Uh, it's like, you know, it helps that the show is good, but I truly, I was just like. I'm in it. 
I know right, what's, right, I know right. what's going to happen when I you know I'm going to watch an episode in bed before I get up. You know, I'm going to yeah. watch start another one while I'm like making my eggs and like, you know, and it's just like that's what it's going to ha- that's what it's going to do and it gave me weird structure in my life. Right. <laughs> so, and you know yeah. it's going to happen, but you can admire like the craftsmanship of like how they get there. I think a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, at a certain point when you watch that much of one show too, it's just it can just be jokes and writing. And, yeah. and, and sorry, little pieces of the writing because like largely stuff you're like, I get the rhythm of this now. Right, right. And I get how it's put together. So yeah. I don't know. Look, ask me again in four days when I'm done. But <laughs> right. So far, so good. Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true, you know to be false. So my myth is, um, and I know this is something that like, I think at financially literate people have always known. Oh no! But it's uh, <laughs> don't buy a fucking car. Oh wow! Like, don't buy a car. Right. Arguably, don't use a car at all for different reasons. Um, but I'm in the middle of uh, having the first car I've ever owned start to die on me. Oh. And I was just like, oh right, this is why all like the people who I know who grew up white and middle class or upper middle class are like, yeah, just lease that lease thing. Lease that great. shit. Yeah. And I know, I know it's so obvious, but like people like, for instance, my fucking parents are like, so what car are you going to buy next? And I was like, none, zero, nothing right. forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I can't, I, I think it's a thing that I just need to admit to myself. It's like, I can't take care of anything well enough to own it. Right. I was having another conversation just outside before the show about like iPhones and whatnot. And it's like, just rent that shit or like know that you're going to fully snap it in half in like. Well, yeah, if you're fucking 90... reckless then, and careless I'm reckless. shit, yeah. then you might as well lease. I For should me, lease. I, I, Do you I'm take care of shit? Not that great. Yeah. But I also don't buy anything. Like I look at it, I'm like, are the reviews like, you could basically run this motherfucker into the ground. Right. And I'm like, yep. Because yeah. I used to have a Honda Prelude yeah. that I could fucking, I could have drove into Mad Max world. Yeah. <laughs> they would, I would have been yeah. right. perfect. Turns yeah. out my Ford hybrid, oh, <laughs> not yeah. as not as uh, stable an investment man. as I hoped. Oh, yeah. See, it's I'm true about Ford, my Mazda 3. Yeah. Look, I'm not having regrets about buying that shit. Um, so I'll own it. You know, that's my thing, though, too, is like, I just want to eliminate a payment and then be like i own this because with my honda once that shit was paid off yeah i'd have any payments and that shit was just going yeah as long as I, I, I think to. i think that's ultimately true but i just think that's like here's what it is and this is really again i think talking to a lot of the children of immigrants out there which is like a lot of the things your parents think about saving money is not financially correct Right. How about that? Oh wow, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good. Because there's a lot of like hoarding. A comes lot of, from a place of lack. A lot, yeah. And so it's super low risk. Yeah. Right? yeah like, yeah. but because of that, you necessarily lose out on you know by by avoiding risk at any cost, you lose out on a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's also the case for uh, a lot of the Depression era people. Yeah. Were like my mom's parents were like at the end when you like start having financial discussions with them like mm-hmm. about uh their estate planning uh yeah you kind of realize that yeah. they have a totally this you know, two and a up. half percent we've been earning right rock solid that could never go <laughs> anywhere and it's like oh my god yeah. <laughs> that's wild yeah invest in bitcoin everyone peace <laughs> <laughs> there welcome you to mad money i mean sad money all right, guys. Uh, real quick, we wanted to check in with IHOP. They had a, you know, a big marketing push last year that they were changing their name to IHOB. 
uh, to become the international house of burgers. Uh, and I mean, watch out now. Uh, so, you know, that worked phenomenally. And we all think of IHOB as a place for burgers and not <laughs> as a place for breakfast. And for some reason, they decided to change their name back to IHOP. Yep. And the speculation was rampant. We were going, we went through it. We thought it was going to yeah. be a Prince themed yeah. place. There was a fist fight <laughs> in the office. All Prince themed dishes. Yeah. And I'm sorry for the person. I know we, we called one uh, dish a raspberry beret. He said uh, pancakes with raspberry puree. Oh, okay. That's you know good. what? And that's what you, that's the privilege you get to not do the show live on the spot and just come up with this shit. But, um, you know, we were very interested. We're like, okay, maybe this, they're going to do something interesting. Maybe mm. they they got something up their sleeve. Did anyone so, actually have one of these burgers in, no. in this room? No. No. Oh. Because I don't care. Yeah. Uh, because when I go to IHOP, it's late. If usually mm-hmm. it's like, a, well, nothing else is open except for IHOP. Maybe we'll see some people get in a fist fight. I feel like I, since I moved to LA, the only, oh, here's why. It's because the only IHOP I can think of off the top of my head is in K-Town. Mm. And everything's always open in K Town. Yeah, every, well, that's just the right. rule. That's yeah. just the rules of K Town. So yeah. K Town don't sleep. But bad, this, bad location choice. I hop. This place, you're not okay. Going to show in town at so, two in the morning. They said June third is the day. June third, we re reveal IHOP. What's the P stand it's for? It's going down. Cut to real. June third, and they tweet out. They, I go to their website. It says introducing our new pancakes with an asterisk. Right. All <laughs> natural, one hundred percent USDA choice black Angus beef. It's three motherfucking hamburgers. Uh-huh. Okay, and then it says the asterisk is leading to the thing down below. It says when we changed our name to IHOB, the B for burgers, the internet told us to stick to pancakes, so we're sticking to quote unquote pancakes. Hint: they're burgers. Fuck you, <laughs> IHOB. <laughs> that sucks. What the fuck? I mean, it's just like a really. It's almost like a really labored bad tweet that they made into a whole like marketing campaign. It's it's like a. Person misunderstanding sarcasm and yeah. like tone and shit and just like I don't it's know, not that man. we it's, it's not that the internet was saying hey stick to pancakes like the name right it's like stay in your fucking lane <laughs> your as the are late probably night bad. Mm-hmm. yeah just grease spot yeah. fucking do that yeah. nobody no, no, nobody wants burger, fucking burgers yeah I don't so it's very like Huckabee style just like yes. we're not it's very Huckabee we're style not abandoning this right no matter what yeah. <laughs> it's incredible there's no amount of feedback or forced laughter <laughs> yeah this is definitely they they were like this Huckabee guy's got some got yeah. some chops let's bring him on as a ghostwriter for this campaign <laughs> you know what you do you go back to pancakes but it's still burgers uh-huh oh cool okay thanks please fall all the way back yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, I guess it's just one of those things where like they're milking this thing that already wasn't that cool to begin with. Right. I hob, I don't, I think they completely misread us. Like it wasn't like, oh, ha, ha, ha. It's like, yo, this is lame. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's just, let's just bring it out. Let's ring it out one more time yeah. and see what we can get out of this. Well, it's the kind of ad exec that's like, there's no such thing as bad publicity. They're right. talking. Yeah, if yeah. they're talking, we must be doing something right. And it's like, oh, good Lord. Cut to your quarter figures. <sighs> yeah. You're like, uh, we haven't sold a burger. Yeah, and you, I what if you've spent good? time in what a room with so like good? ad execs, like you can hear how this <laughs> meeting went, and it's just like d- exhausting. Because you know what yeah. happened? The IHOP shit didn't work. 
Right. And they're like, guys, we got to figure out what the fuck is going on. Because we went all in on burgers. And I'm sorry, burgers are only making up 5% of our total sales. We thought we projected this to be about 15 right. to 20. This is all like so they figured out some math where they can sell like shitty beef yeah. at a great margin. Uh, USDA choice, black Angus beef. Right. Okay. By the way, black Angus does not mean anything other than uh, it's a brand. Well... That's not what the cowboy told me in those commercials for Black oh, Angus Steakhouse. Yeah. We used to be ra- cutting his beard with a knife by the river. Yeah. Uh, Black re- Angus can be D-level, like, prison-quality meat. Okay, well, yeah. then Which fuck them. right? <laughs> oh, wait, you know what, Andrew? You do bring up a good point, though. We shouldn't just slag them off like this without trying it ourselves. I kind of want to have one. Should we go? All right. We'll Andrew be back, and I will guys. figure out a date. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break to go taste test uh, IHOP's new burgers, uh, and we'll be back in a moment. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, right? the burger was awful. <laughs> Bullshit. No, we will do an actual taste test. Yeah, maybe what I'll point. do, because Andrew and I like to eat. We can just, you want to go too, Jack? Yeah. We'll just go. Oh, we'll, thanks, we'll bring Miles. Out. Thanks <laughs> for <laughs> including me. Well, on the extra curricks, you know what I mean? I yeah, know, yeah. we know to, you know, we, we, keep it, we keep it separate but equal. But yeah, we'll have to go. Yeah, but I do. The photos too. look good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Do they? I mean, hmm. look, it's got, anytime hmm. a bri- I look at a brioche bun, I think it looks good. Yeah, Because I like true. that little egg wash good. on top because it gets shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's talk about Donald Trump, uh, who is in the UK, uh, getting a warm welcome from one young man who uh, mowed a penis into a field that he would be flying over. Yeah, uh, uh, an 18 year old student, Ali yeah. Nancaro. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you because he did a very, very good uh, cock and balls yeah. upon the field. And it says, Oi, Trump. It's <laughs> just like the text underneath it. Oi. And yo, I have to give it up. It's the technique on this, the mowing skills, it's legit. Like, oh, this yeah. isn't some janky shit. This is like the uh, the Nazca lines. Is that what they call that in uh, Peru? Oh, mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean, yeah, that's yeah. like on that level of yeah. uh, like intricate shit that you could see from space. Probably mm-hmm. not. Um, There's a curve to the dick, but you, you get the sense that it was an intentional curve. Oh, yeah. 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 It should have been a mushroom. You know right. what I mean? If we're really going to go at this man's neck, then it should have been, the shape should have been a little bit uh, more exaggerated. Right. But you still get points. He also, in another uh, close-by field, also did climate change is real. Ah. So, you know, he's, he, did his, he did his part. So, you know, the trip uh, started off with a slight bang. Yes. I feel uh, like the British do like public uh, roof dicks really well, or, like yeah. fly by dicks. Yeah. I feel like I've seen this before too. Oh, uh, bef- like previous flight path. Things? Yeah, probably. I mean, they they. I mean, his disapproval rating is like seventy three percent in the UK. Um, Wild. So people, you know, and you know, a lot of people are <laughs> protesting. Low, they got the the baby Trump blimp will be flying again on Tuesday. So as you're hearing this, I'm sure there'll be some footage of that. But when he uh, when Trump got there, first of all. He took a fucking helicopter into London, I think, to Buckingham Palace because he did not want to drive a car through because he doesn't want to look at people that will remind him that he's like fucking not the one. Not welcome. He's yeah. not welcome at mm. all. Uh, he came in taking shots at London's mayor, uh, who Sadiq Khan, who uh, he said, by all accounts, has done a terrible job as the mayor of London, uh, has been foolishly nasty 
to the visiting president of the United <laughs> States, by far the most important ally of the United Kingdom. He is a stone-cold loser. We should focus on crime in London, not me. Uh-huh. Con- Pivot now. Yeah. Con <laughs> reminds me very much of our very dumb and incompetent mayor of New York City, de Blasio. Wow. Who has also done a terrible job, only half his height. In any event, I look forward to being a great friend of the United Kingdom, and I'm looking very much forward to my visit. Landing now. Um, oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. All because Khan wrote an op-ed accurately describing how disgraceful Trump is as a president and how he shouldn't have any kind of red carpet welcome yeah. for him. He also, nasty was in his mind because he also called Meghan Markle nasty in an interview uh, and then... Claimed he didn't call her nasty for, you know, criticizing him during the 2016 election. And, you know, the office of the White House, I guess, tweeted a link to the interview in which he called her nasty and was like, see for yourself. He never called her nasty. And it you can hear him <laughs> call her nasty <laughs> in the interview. So they're just assuming people won't click. Uh, it's pretty impressive work. Uh, that's actually part. like, that's almost pitch perfect because it's like, they know his supporters will not click. Right. It's right. like the fact that the link exists is the proof that they wanted. That's right. And everyone else is like, oh, what an idiot. And it's like. Because it was just bluff the evidence. Yeah. That people aren't going to look. And yeah. then they do. It's like, yeah, read the Mueller report. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just did actually. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was that? Oh, he's, <laughs> he's an angry Democrat. Uh, uh, what else? His other complaint was just that, you know, when he got there, there was no international Fox News. <laughs> uh, it's only international CNN. Fox yeah. News does not uh, travel well. B.O. So. Yeah, they were shut down in 2017, I think, in the UK. And also, like, Rupert yeah. Murdoch, they have, like, uh, Sky, right? impartiality guidelines that they were violating. They're like, oh, yeah, we can't yeah. possibly consider this to right. be some kind of a news network. Also, just like, just carry- like the fairness doctrine yeah. that right, we no right. longer got. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. why would we carry a foreign propaganda outlet on right. our in our country? Like, who the fuck would want to watch He's that? like, I can't believe there's no One America News here either. Right. But the tweet was, just arrived in the United Kingdom. The only problem is that CNN is the primary source of news available from the U.S. After watching it for a short while, I turned it off. All negative and so much fake news. Very bad for U.S. Big ratings drop. Why doesn't owner AT&T do something? <laughs> Good. Can you imagine? Because that's his fucking safe space, his blank, his little yeah. comfort blanket. Yeah. And then he turns it on to somewhat reality check where people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, this, 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 and this. Look at Trump. He's a disgrace. And he's like, oh, my God, this is I can't handle this. I'm trying to remember where I read this, but there is because like because there is Sky News, mm-hmm. which is also owned by the Murdochs, that isn't Fox, right? Like like that. I think I, I'm trying to remember this analysis that was pointing out that like, and I think in Australia the version that they own is still right wing, but not. Uh, it's basically that like the Murdochs probably don't really believe in anything. Right. And they just tailor to whatever. I mean, I guess it's sort of mildly the whatever the most right wing thing they can get away with in yeah. any given country, but um, it's different. Like, like it's it's significantly different. And like Fox News is this weird fascist anomaly, I guess. Yeah, right. which is a bright spot. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, in still global f- politics, <laughs> still right-ish though. Yeah, other, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess. Conrad Murdoch or whoever the one is who's supposed to be taken over, the younger one like hates Fox News and thinks it's an embarrassment to the family. So uh, that'll be interesting once Big Man goes away to the 
big mansion in the sky or whatever the fuck. <laughs> the big fiery mansion deep yeah, yeah. under the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, and also, just ahead of this trip, uh, it looked like Donald Trump was debuting a new hairdo. Uh, he made a surprise visit to a Virginia church, uh, and he claims he was just leaving a golf round, and it was just hat head. Uh, but this dude, like, literally had a bald spot on his head just, like, pulled into a bun and, like, cut off. Because, he did? Yeah, that's how... He had basically uh, bald spot reduction surgery where that, like, they gather up the skin that's, that's bald all dead and cut it off and then, like, oh, sew it together. So, like, hell yeah. the hair part is, like... And it was, like, so painful. That's the thing um, from... Ivana's memoir uh, about when oh, he when sexually he, assaulted yeah. her, and he oh, was during had that just time. had a painful scalp surgery that uh, had put him in a nasty mood or something. And Jesus. She, uh, but anyway, that's his typical move for dealing with a bad hair day: is having his scalp chopped off. Um, and you know, he spends an hour in the mirror every morning doing his hair himself. He does not seem like the guy who just like goes out there with hat head and is like, whoops. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no. So this was definitely a very like planned move for him to come out with slick back hair. Uh looks like he got some like good plugs in or something because his hair is looking uh, a little fuller than you might expect. Maybe he just had really good uh, scalp reduction oh, surgery. No. <laughs> the mystery just continues. Though. Yeah. Like. But- the look is very much like that one uh, Taylor Swift cover where she's like allegedly not wearing makeup or whatever, and it's very. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, where there's like back hair. Yeah, yeah, it's the same look. It's natural Trump. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's not a good look. Like I, no. I mean it's um, it's de- it, he definitely looks more normal than I would have expected with his hair slicked back. It doesn't look like a tricky hairdo. I'm like, oh shit, you got the strong hairline in the front. Yeah, I thought that, you were combing it to the. I thought the part you were bringing the party to the front because it was trying to go to the back. I mean, that has to have been part of the decision making at some point, and then he has done something to like fill it out. Because, yeah, and I mean, Ivanka even has said that in the Fire and Fury book, they got reporting from some of her friends who she, like, this is something she shits on her dad all about all the time, like how much time he spends on his hair and how insecure he is about it. And she was the one who talked about the bald spot reduction surgery and how much like he does with his hair to hide his bald spot, essentially. Uh, so that's definitely secure. the consideration. Right. But for somebody who's so wildly insecure that they haven't changed their hair, yeah. to, even as they've been mercilessly ridiculed for it for an entire career to then suddenly change their hairdo suggests like a wobbling of his inner Something's like equilibrium on. or something. It's just it I don't know though. I, mean, what would, I feel like it could veer towards extra confident. Yeah. I feel like this is a man who knows he's just fully dictator it's of the something. world. Something, right. something's up. Something's going on. I don't know which way it is, but yeah, that's yeah. true. It's either the top can definitely to, wobble the other way. They're like, yes. I'm about to hit him. I'm about to hit him with that new do. Yeah, right. or it's with that. I don't know. Maybe if I change my hair, they'll think I'm a different person and look at me differently. And that emperor for life look. Yeah, right. Yeah, he just looks like a standard old guy now with that hairdo. Um, he looks like he with this hair, he would be wearing like a like a little baggy T-shirt. Yeah, yeah with some cut off sweatpants that are turned to sweat shorts. Well, he still had he was wearing the weirdest slacks you could find. Right. Like they are they are like 
fully straight legged all like they're just like so Stove wide pipes. and long. Yeah. It's it's a, it's great. Mm. Good for him. Uh, well, you know. That's and we'll pay attention to that. Yeah. Like, his hair. Uh <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> who gives a shit? It's all going down. Yeah. So, who knows what's changed about him, but something's changing. So, okay, you're betting if you're a betting man, you're saying he's feeling himself. If I'm a betting man and I very much am. Okay. I'm going to go with uh yeah, feeling himself. So, you, do you think do you think a big move is coming? Like this is He's I, signaling this, something. This might to come. be a victory lap on a bunch of the other like I mean he's just like so solidified like nothing is gonna happen to me. You know? Wow. He's like, I did it. This yeah. is this is that Why do you think he switched back though? If he is feeling himself, right? If he was I would be more worried if he changed it and then he went to go meet the queen, still same haircut. Or was like, I can't meet the queen possibly looking like this. I look um, like Riff Raff. Right. Like and then somehow he was like, That's my casual do. Not when I meet dignitaries. Right. So you're thinking like a it's just like a trial balloon for like That's what Jack mentioned that yeah. could be a trial balloon. Oh yeah. I think maybe he was just he was feeling a little little spunky. Yeah. Right. I mean might delete later. Maybe he's seen <laughs> so many different angles of himself with his weird hairdo that he's like feeling insecure just about his hair. Not yeah. insecure about yeah. any of his uh, rock solid decision making. Yeah. And so he's just now trying to go to a more normal yeah, I think feels, either looks way. Looks like a fat old guy. Maybe I mean, look, he could also. It feels like it's like this is this is the first step towards. Uh, did you know W does watercolors? This feels <laughs> oh, like wow. this feels like that. Right, doddering. And what's yeah. his? It's like he he's actually really passionate about cutting hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, I don't, I don't know. know. I just have this worry. He cuts that, Melania's hair. Like he for sure will have his image sanitized somehow. Oh. And well, like, I think it is. It's definitely getting sanitized a bit, even with this UK trip. Where yeah. you know a lot of people are like, do not like you don't have to have this person here. He right. talks yeah. all this shit and all this shit he talks about, oh, it's the most important ally. It's like yeah. you're you constantly put like the allies at risk when you yeah. start talking about sensitive information or giving William Barr just blanket authority to pull like, out of shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, really, really strong allies. Yeah, he's having his uh children come with him to the UK and meet with the prince and uh, princess and Harry, uh, Meghan, will not be in attendance because uh, she's sane and also just gave birth. Uh, but yeah, so there is the whole... I, I think the media is secretly soft on his kids. Like, that's the way to the media's heart is, like, yeah. they secretly, like, love Ivanka. And, yeah. Um, you know, It's disgusting. Yes. So... We've always talked about how, you know, he surrounds himself with the people who have the thing that he doesn't have that he wants. So he has, uh, yes, a lot of guys with strong hairlines. Uh, Actually, he puts bald guys behind him in press conferences because he likes, like, he'll gesture his look by uh, in comparison. But, you know, he surrounds himself with, like, military generals because he's, like, secretly a draft dodger. And, you know, he surrounds himself with, uh, William Barr because he has the ability to just throw court cases out if he wants to. Uh, and he surrounds himself. His number one ally has the number one thing he most wants. Jared Kushner uh, is oh. fucking his daughter. <laughs> and uh, he, so Jared Kushner uh, is like one of the more powerful people in the country, essentially at this point. Somehow. Yes. Yeah. And uh, just because he happens to be married to uh, Ivanka Trump, and he had a taped interview with Axios uh, over the weekend, and yeah, it again 
handheld camera coverage. Uh, Hell you know, yeah, dude. Coming at him from the bushes. The actual substance of what Jared Kushner was saying is pretty fucking scary. Yeah, I mean, it ran the gamut from, A, he was like, they were talking about, what about your Middle East peace plan? Like, you're working on that. And he's like, Palestinians don't trust you. He's like, I don't need to be trusted by them. That's not what I'm interested in. I'm trying to broker a plan. And uh, (laughs) uh, just really had a very odd, demonstrated a total lack of understanding on how like a humane Middle East peace process would look. But he's like, you know, fuck a two-state solution. Yeah. We'll just get Egypt to seed some land, and we'll wall it off, give him a couple bucks, and then I think I can be done with it, and we can just end it there. Right. Um, he also was asked about the meeting with the Russians, and he was saying, like, what? He played real dumb. He's like, what about this email you got? And he's like, I don't know uh, which email. He's like, from Rob Goldstone about meeting. I get like, so many emails. I get so many emails, and, you know, it was such a waste of time. It said, be there at 4, and I was there at 4. I didn't know what was going on. It's like, so, I'm sorry, Jared Kushner, if you just get an email that says, be here at 4, you'll just be there at 4? Yeah, right. Like, because that's the other part I was worried about. I was like, <laughs> you don't even care if you get an email that says, this place at this time. Right. So come to uh, this studio, Daily Zeitgeist, mm-hmm. uh, next Monday. Um, it's and- just under that big metal thing that says Acme on it. Just yeah, right. see. It's not an anvil. Don't worry about it. It's uh, it's a, it's an interested buyer for your distressed property. <laughs> um, yeah. And so even then, he was asked by uh, Jonathan Swan. He was like, hey, so if you got another email from Russian, the people saying we're from the Russian government and we want to help you, would you contact the FBI? I was like, I don't know. It's hard to deal in hypotheticals. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is yes. It was no, I won't call right. them because this is the only way we're going to stay. We can keep the courts away for another four years. Right. Um, how to deal in hypotheticals is so great because that's like how animals operate. Right. Like, you can't. It's that, hard for me to like, imagine. The only anything. thing that makes humans humans is imagination. <laughs> what <laughs> are you talking about? Yeah. What would I do? You it's know, hard for I, me I don't to know. think about anything that's not directly and physically in front of me. Well, so one's I, wrong and right. one isn't. When I close my eyes, I don't exist. Right. And when I oh. open them, I exist again. It's like, I'm sorry, Jonathan, I don't like this interview. I'm going to go now. And just close his <laughs> eyes. And it's like, um, you're still here. Oh, darn it. Oh. Um, and then he was asked, my goodness, a very easy question just about you know, birtherism, you know, because Trump was loved to kick that whole shit off about mm-hmm. Barack Obama's birth certificate. Very racist. Um, but here, let's just listen to him struggle a bit with just very, very basic facts. Andrea Ocasio-Cortez, mm-hmm. uh, she calls, she has called President Trump a racist. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen him say or do anything that you would describe as racist or bigoted? So uh, for the answer is uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, you can't not be a racist for 69 years, then run for president and be a racist. And what I'll say is that when a lot of the Democrats call the president a racist, I think they're doing uh, a disservice to people who suffer because of real racism okay, in this country. Racism? Was birtherism like racist? Um, look, I wasn't really involved in that. I know you weren't. Mm-hmm. Was it racist? Uh, like I said, I, I wasn't involved in that. I know you weren't. Mm-hmm. Was it racist? Um, look, I know who the president is, and I have not seen anything in him that is racist. So, again, I was not involved in that. <laughs> My uh. God. He could just, the question could have just been, is racism bad? Yeah. And then he goes, look, I wasn't involved in that. I wasn't I'm sorry, that that's, not what, that's not what I'm even asking. Right. Is racism bad? Look, I wasn't, I just, you could almost cut that so it's an infinite loop. <laughs> no, yeah. Jonathan Swan's cadence is exactly the same. Yeah. I know you weren't. Was it racist? Look, I don't understand. I know we weren't. Was it racist? 
But it's the, the ten-hour version on YouTube. <laughs> what does he think saying he wasn't involved with that does to like answer the question? I'm sorry, that what? What? It, no, what does Jared Kushner <laughs> think? Yeah, he him saying he wasn't involved with that. So that like him distancing himself indicates yes, you clearly know this is racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's uh, nothing about it where I think the only thing is. If there's a soundbite where he's like, is it racist? And he goes, yes, I think it was racist. Then right. he yeah. has some splaining to do. But I guess because no one has a mind for nuance at all. Right. They're like, he's, you, did, you did good, Jared. You're like, I wasn't there. I'm like genuinely surprised he didn't just say no. Right. Like, right. you're a fucking racist liar. Just continue that. It's just weird that like, why? Yeah, why does he give a shit? Clearly the way he even looks at Palestine shows his worldview is not there are people and there are subhumans right. yeah. like to him i mean right like the racist thing to say is like no of course not it's just asking real questions about <laughs> right, you know right. blah, blah, blah. just like fucking parrot your racist father-in-law's line that's right? the thing that. that i think gives people false hope about kushner and ivanka is that they do appear to have like this one tendril of uh, hope that they will be invited back into like New York polite society, yeah. and yeah. so they will like put do these like gestures towards uh you know rational, yeah, <laughs> rationality, and then you know, but it's nothing. It's nothing besides them. It's performative, right? Yeah. It's completely performative. And did did the dude not follow up with the like? Okay, do you know about the Central Park Five? No, yeah, right, exactly. You, well, no, then he asked. He's like, well, what about the Muslim ban? Right. He's like, isn't that isn't that some kind of prejudice? To, he's like, well, you know, that's what he can't like. And again, he's like, that's what he campaigned. I was like, no, I'm asking you. And he's like, well, right. you know, he's I think he's doing a good job. And right, right. Yeah. just can't answer. So look, just come out. You know, you're you're. you're it's nasty. I mean, like, yeah, the the last bastion of this shit is for some at least like these racists have a sense that it's not cool to be called racist, right? <laughs> right, because yeah, they could just be full on hugging it, uh, yeah. embracing it's it. It's really, but this is also why on yours is racist. A great podcast, I do. Oh yeah, uh, love yours is racist. We, we, no, no, but we constantly talk about like this is why like you don't let the racists define what's racist, right? And mm-hmm. why like you don't, um, you know, what's in your heart like doesn't exactly. make a fucking lick of difference matter yeah. at all, yeah. Because uh, that lets the race, that lets the racist decide yeah, whether the their hearts out, are racist. Well, let me right. look in there real quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Let me pop. Let me let me, yeah. let me check that out. Just pop right yeah. in for a checkup. Yeah. Um, if I can look, then we'll we'll determine. We'll, right. we'll do it as test. Because everything your mouth right. is saying and your body's doing yeah. is racist. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. That's a really good point, though. Uh, I know Jonathan Swan should have been like, okay, well, I'll answer for you. It was racist. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Because then. I would love to see how he'd react to but that. He'd be like, "Well, then I guess that's." Your I mean, opinion. that's it's like, like, "Oh, our, so you have an opinion? That's different. Let me hear it." Yeah, that's our our complicit ass media, though. Yeah. It's like an Axios is already whatever, but are, like, yeah, well, but like, is that them trying to be objective? Is that why he didn't follow up with that, or is it just like this idea well, like, of journalism? Yeah, being like we just ask the questions. Even here. even the AP sort of took big steps recently where they're like, you should call racist stuff racist as opposed to racially charged or like whatever. And then they recently kind of walked it back and they were like, you you still shouldn't call people racist. Mm -hmm. You should, you you should call actions racist, which is like, ugh, (laughs) right. Right. Like it's just pathetic, whatever. Yeah. Well, you don't want to hurt the racists feelings. They don't. God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, they, they have feelings too, guys. Think about what's in their heart. <laughs> Think about what's in their fucking hearts. Um, yeah. 
And then uh, we also just want to check in on uh, movie studios and where they are with their progress of backing up what they were talking about when they were saying that they yeah. uh, might pull out of Georgia. I mean, uh, are they, though? Right. So there's some interesting things I didn't know, like the CEO of Netflix. So Netflix is a big, you know, they're a big gravitational force in anything uh, having to do with the entertainment industry these days. And, you know, when it comes to production in Georgia, they swing a lot of money. And uh, their CEO, Reed Hastings, donated upwards of $140,000 to Republicans who supported an abortion ban in Missouri. Um, so that's, and they're dragging their feet when it comes to whether they're going to pull production from Georgia. Right. Yeah. There's all sorts hey, of- Hey, look, I got to give to everybody. You know, we're doing business in the state. You know, you got to keep yeah. relations good right. with the left and the right. You know, it's sort of the cost of doing business. Right, that's also, what they like- say behind closed doors. But then mm-hmm. they are making statements for publicity that basically- you know, monetize political enthusiasm. Uh, but what's truly important is following through yeah. on those uh, good intentions and actually making the state of Georgia feel the pain of what their policies are until they make a change. Uh, the right is reacting to the even the threat of this by saying, uh, Lou Dobbs went full Bond villain <laughs> on his show, claiming that if Disney and Netflix leave Georgia quote, retaliation from the other side will follow and it will escalate to the disadvantage and destruction of all. I'm sorry, who, who's yeah. the other side? Yes, uh, the right. No, but what 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 card are they going to play? Okay, they pull out all their production money. Yeah. What's the response? It, it seems almost like the it's only thing he could threat. be talking about is a terrorist threat because it's, oh. a, it's just like, will escalate to, to the, the dis- disadvantage and destruction of all? Like, Motherfucker! I mean, what? it's You're always like Kim Jong Un. <laughs> yeah, it's always like when when the right wing periodically like threatens to do like right wing entertainment, right? And it's just like, yeah, oh my god, there's gonna be let's just shoot all the left behind movies in Georgia. Really support right. that economy. Right. Good fucking. I mean, love every they, well, these people aren't. They're not guided by any kind of principles or moral beliefs, so they right. can never actually put any kind of a boycott together. Like, right. Mamet is like, well, fuck Keurig. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what happened there? Fuck Nike, man. I'm cutting the swooshes off my socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You showed them. Yeah. Uh, who else? What was the other one? Starbucks. I remember one point they were like, fuck Starbucks. They're going to hire immigrants. Yeah. The but destruction it's... of all right wing people's socks. Yeah. Is what it. I mean, to. so uh, so I, I have a little personal connection to this because my sister is actually a women's health provider in at fucking Atlanta. So she oh has my God. been like, I basically every time this shit comes up. And uh, I guess I for what it's worth from the ground, from one perspective, there's still a lot of debate in, um, you know, th- those circles in Atlanta about like what is actually the right move, um, because it's fucking complex, right? Because this industry, on a primary level, almost exclusively employs people who do not support this insane abortion. Right. Ban. It would punish a lot of people who don't support. Yeah, us. and so so there is that. Um, I don't think anyone. And look, I'm saying this hugely biased because I. <laughs> Would love to work for all these companies, blah blah blah. Like, right. So, but yeah, there is there is that element of like, I mean, it, it, maybe that like sentiment hasn't fully coalesced around what the best thing to do is. Yeah, or but, just yeah. start funding all the challengers to these people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. think it's hard to hold a a, a state's economy like hostage, hostage like yeah. that. Because especially you know, living in LA, we know 
how many other yeah. people are employed, even if you're not on set. Like yeah. the yeah. the actual the roots nourish many different yeah. things, and so that's where it's a little tough. But yeah, I think that's where it's almost like. I, I know on one hand, money seems to be the one language that all these yeah. people like yeah. actually communicate in. Yeah. But I think there are other ways too to do this. And I like the sentiment, but yeah, at the same time, when you just think of like, well, that's a lot of production jobs that go out yeah. the window. Right. And, uh, yeah. I'm not, so I'm not saying one way or the other, other than like, so basically every time I talk to my sister about it, she's just like, just fucking donate Planned Parenthood, ACLU, right. places like that, um, you know, and then the various local ones that every time a new atrocity happens in a state like that, right. well, cause if a local funds. If they're serious about it, there are other ways to actually make life hell for the people who brought this legislation forward yeah. in like a legislative way, yeah. not just like, hey, we'll anger the people who are your constituents and maybe that fallout from them yeah. losing their jobs or like a huge portion of their income will then yeah. create a By the way, I'm of... not, yeah, and I'm not saying the boycotts are wrong. I'm just no, saying- No, 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 I understand. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's more intricate than just yeah. saying like, it, this, then we invest in the state of Georgia, like literally just with the state itself yeah. rather than right. like <clears throat> a part of the local economy. Yeah. And I mean, is there any movement within the boycott to like get the companies to relocate people if they are going to take their business? So it's not just like a bunch of people get fired, but that they just like the companies pay the just no way, right? There's just <laughs> yeah, no yeah. way that they would do something non-profitable. Yeah, yeah, for optics. Yeah, and right. that's why all this I, is the optics that they did. That's why everyone just sort of like we're looking at the situation, right? Right. Yeah, and right. no one's been like, oh, we're gone. Yeah, yeah it is admittedly complicated. I yeah. mean, look, I I think uh, uh, was it Jordan Peele who basically was like, all of my fees from this shoot in Georgia will be directly donated to, um, don't remember the source, sure. but like you know, like yeah. like corporations, it's almost impossible to get them to agree to some shit like that. But I will say, like you know, I think for stars, like that's a good middle ground. Is like, look, if you're gonna fucking shoot in this garbage state, like, um try to fix it mm -hmm. yeah so so maybe that's it it's like well, look george's i gang you know you, you guys yeah. live out there i'm yeah. curious to know how you feel about it because on one hand especially when these kinds of bills are an existential threat to people you know how do you address that yeah. in a way that's effective can get a response because you know it seems like for all the out public outrage and news coverage about it, it's not doesn't seem to be changing anything right yeah but oh yeah i mean these these dominoes are Look, arguably, did already fall oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. election, and we're just watching it happen now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And two quick things. Uh, one, that I, I meant to uh, bring up one of the more bizarre arguments that came up from the right against uh, against the boycott or proposed boycott. Uh, this was on Fox News, uh, who had on a Baptist pastor who claimed that Disney should want an abortion ban because they will make more money if they have a larger future audience of children. Um, yeah. So... <sighs> Okay. Cool. Very. Yeah. It's weird when they okay. peel back the layers on like, yeah, this Their is about brain. controlling women and like a permanent underclass. Yeah. Like this is what we want. It's important for us. Right. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, Super Producer Sophie Lichterman brought it to our attention uh, that Donald Trump's new 
hairdo uh, that he weather ballooned out there is actually a spitting image of L. Ron Hubbard. He looks mm-hmm. a lot like L. Ron Hubbard when he is rocking that. So, uh, which makes sense. They're both, you know, uh, generation defining sociopaths. Uh, Although L. Ron Hubbard's suits largely fit. So, mm. right. It's Weird. A, either way, it looks like the last person you negotiate with at a mechanic, like auto garage. <laughs> right. It's like, yes. I got to talk to my boss. And you're like, well, let me talk to him. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. This motherfucking evil goblin. He figured me out. Guys, Disneyland Star Wars Park finally opened uh, last week. And <laughs> it's, you know, so popular. The, the demand is so high that you can only go in for four hours at a time. They, and you is, have like bracelets on, right? So bracelets. the stormtroopers would be like, hey, get the fuck out. Yeah, there's like, oh, Wait, this really? used to happen at like a weird water park in like uh, New Jersey that I used to go to where like it was like a timed thing. And then the lifeguards would come around and be like, you, out. Your your time's up, basically. Wow, I've had my eye on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't because, ask why. Because you have your weird uh, bracelet on that says like you are part you're, of oh, this so, crunch. So you're a it, 230 you get, kid. Right, you get, you get, as you are admitted, you get a color-coded bracelet. The difference here is when your time is up, if you stay in the park, stormtroopers will come and escort you out. Hell yes. Which is fucking dope. Hell yeah. That would be tight, though. You cosplaying as a Jedi, and you're like, oh, then I guess we must do battle. Right. And I'll beat the shit out of you, my man. Yeah. I'm assuming they're more friendly than uh, the stormtroopers in the movies. but I mean, uh, the good optics of fully deporting people from there. (laughs) Based on your colored bracelet. Yes. You there. I mean, I guess the trick is to try to just shove the bracelet up so it's around your arm, your upper arm, and, right. and do it that way. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's some facial recognition shit that they are oh, borrowing from imagine? China. Or something. Yeah, there's like there's a this is actually a trial run for some right. really fucked up technology. Oh um, my god, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I not. mean, Disney World Please. almost Please. certainly will be Please. licensed to someone fucked up. Disney World, when you like buy tickets for a, a stay at Disney World, they like send you bracelets that like you just. It, they used to track you everywhere and you use them to pay. Yeah. It makes your life super easy, but it also- Oh, like being on a cruise ship kind of thing? Yeah, like, exactly. All your currencies through the bracelet. Right, mm-hmm. but like you walk through like sensors all the time and oh, they're just like, wow, they constantly wow, wow. know where you are. So like it's, but people who have done it are like, man, it's amazing. Disney has this like totally yeah. locked up. It's so up. easy. It's so convenient. But yeah, so they are already at the forefront of, you know, dystopian future I technology. Like that. Uh, Still haven't been. But- uh, the important thing is, guys, you can taste the blue milk Luke Skywalker was being forced to drink. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, baby. Uh, also, shout out to people who don't drink dairy because it's non-dairy. Give them another one. Woo! I think it's a combination of milk and like dragon fruit flavors and uh, oh. blueberries. So it actually tastes, you know, I, I'm sure it's going to taste good. It'll just be like yeah. sweetened milk. It's been in a test lab for probably years now. Right. Trying to be like, okay, is this broad enough that everyone will drink mm-hmm. it and not be like, gross. Yeah. It's windshield wiper <laughs> <Right>. fluid. <laughs> just smells and tastes of windshield wiper. Why is it hot? <laughs> <laughs> they just haven't done any of the work. Uh, because it just came out of the cow's teeth, <laughs> yeah. you idiot. Because it just came out of that hot. monster titty over there, bro. <laughs> right. Get it together. One of the weird things that is kind of in that uh, alley is that they have so first of all they designed the bathrooms also to be fully immersive so you know like if you've ever been to a theme park and then you like go to the bathroom and it's just this like neon lit like takes you out of the world well this universe even though uh, the bathrooms are you know completely clean and spotless 
they are also artificially made to look dirty, like they've like been weathered, lived in. Right. Yeah, weathered. Mm. And there's also a thing where uh, the creature that lived in the trash compactor from uh, <laughs> the third movie, or the uh, second movie, I guess, isn't it an Empire? No, it's no, the it's, first one. it's the first one. Oh, is it? New yeah. Hope, yeah. yeah, yeah. What the fuck? When uh, Hans and the stormtrooper, right? Yeah, they're all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they dive they're into all stormtroopers. The... What the fuck? Surprisingly easy to access that area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shouldn't be in there. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. trash compactor. Yeah. The the thing that's swimming around uh, in the trash compactor is a Dianoga, uh, which is a one eyed snake monster thing uh, that I guess it consumes like bacteria and trash, and you know it's basically a like a bacteria that you use that we actually use in our waste systems, but they have a giant. What know, do you mean that we actually use in our waste? We system? have like bacteria. And oh, like okay. I thought you meant that like, stuff. I thought you meant like, like our own Dianoga that we play <laughs> to this day. Thank we you do. To these They're just like uh, elegant mi- creatures. microscopic. But, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so they have a giant one and you can actually hear it swimming through the pipes. Oh, hell uh, no. It's an animatronic creature uh, that you can hear swimming through the pipes and actually swims through the pipes that lead to the drinking fountains, which is yeah. kind of weird. Like you can look into the uh, like kind of cloudy tanks that are next to the drinking fountains, uh, which- why, see this why monster is... eye? That's yeah. too much attention to detail. That's too, well, I it's... hate that. So many people get dehydrated at the party. I know. So just, like, it out. Yeah, and the water is cloudy. Why is the water cloudy that's leading to the drinking fountain? Like I don't, I don't need the water to be dirty. Uh, yeah, but we're showing you how lit the technology is, okay? Because right. this is Galaxy's Edge, where we take just shit water and it turns it into Anaheim tap water. Right. It's weird how that that thing, because it was mostly full of like junk, just junk and doo. Yeah, getting smushed up. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. are they doing that? That's where your water comes from. Yeah. Who sense. Who is the planner? You know what? I feel like they didn't systems. think things through yeah. on that Death Star. On the Death Star? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the same dude who created the exhaust port. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like... Ugh. Just big, big weak. Big so weakness. without a uh, bathtub drain. That's all they had to do. That's what, that's the scene over that was missing from Rogue One is Mads Mikkelsen just being like, and then all the doo-doo goes in one place. <laughs> <laughs> With this lizard in the center. And uh, they're like, yes. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Grand sure Moff Tarkin is do? very confused. Like, <laughs> right, bro. I must go now. We didn't want to do just normal sewage? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not for this one. Okay. The one thing I know is like, if you want that, uh, a friend of mine who was there, if you want to get the lightsaber, like you got to pay up front. Like, right. there's no browsing in there. It's like serious fucking Jedi only, bro. Do right. not come in here to look at the different handles. I'll, I'm only looking for people and who don't. Don't you have to, to like the... construct it? Or yeah, something? you get to build your own. But the thing is, like, Dave, because it's so popular, it's like you must buy if you come in here. Right. Oh, right, right, right. And I would buy that. And it is just and like. And then I would fight a stormtrooper a when it tries to ask me. $600 flashlight that you're screwing together, basically. Look, <laughs> hold on, dude. Depends on what kind of power crystal I put into it, first of all, and mm-hmm. who knows what I'm going to make the handle out of. Am I going to go more Sith style or maybe something Jedi? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But is the blade just made from a big, like, plastic thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. I need my motherfucking lightsaber. I hope it looks cooler than the ones that they currently sell that are just, like, a pla- long plastic stick that 
look like they're made from well, the there's same levels thing that all to kids' it. toys are made Yeah, from. well, I remember when the first prequels came out, they re-released them, and it was just sort of like this telescopic blade. Yeah, And you couldn't sad. bang with that. I yeah. broke my Darth Maul shit off the fucking rip. Yeah. I remember yeah. I, I, like, fanned it out, and I hit a tree, bust the full... Th- I don't know why I thought I could hit a fucking tree <laughs> with it. <laughs> you thought I don't you were know. Gonna cut a tree also, down. I was, like, 14 when this right. shit came out, so I should have known better. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, blah! And I was like, fuck! Right. Very expensive. I broke my flashlight. That sucks, man. Um, sad. Andrew, <laughs> it's been it's been such a pleasure having Thanks you. Thanks for as having always. me, uh, Andy. Andy Thanks, T. Andy, just don't call me Andrew no more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what my first boxing teacher did one day. Is why I use that exact same uh, cadence and phrasing. Uh, he said, "Don't call me Saudi no more. Call me Supreme." <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that is a huge upgrade, though. It was very, very Saudi intense. To Supreme. Anything yeah. to Supreme is a huge. Yeah, upgrade. yeah. that's true. Yeah, um, it did. The classes then cost seven thousand dollars after that. That <laughs> And all the gear was Supreme branded. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, where can people find you, listen to you, mm. read you? Uh, Andrew T, uh, and D-R-E-W-T-I. But most importantly, uh, Yo Is This Racist is going to be on a little bit of, to- of a tour. So Woo! just hit us up, Yo Is This Racist, on Twitter. Uh, we're do- what are we doing? Boston, Philly, Minneapolis, and then West Coast in September is, uh, uh, let's see, uh, geographically from the south, uh, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, and then we're trying to work out some other shit. So yeah, come come buy tickets. Uh, East Coast dates are, are all on sale right now. Check them out. It's a great live show. It's a great podcast. Um, and is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, yeah, this went a couple different places, uh, but basically it's a video that uh, Dean Fleischer Camp of, uh, I guess he's probably best known for uh, co-creating Marcel the Shell. And this comedian, John Daly, have this video called Drake Loves Basketball. Oh, uh, yeah. That is incredibly funny. It's basically... Uh, uh, bad um, lip reading. Uh, yeah, bad lip reading, a montage of uh, you know Drake in his various uh, courtside um, things, and John Daly saying stuff about how much he loves basketball in character as Drake. It's so funny. That's incredible. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? You can find me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Some tweets that I like. Uh, one is from at Sick of Wolves. This person definitely not a wolf. You and me both, sister. Uh, that whole account, all caps. Every day I astonish myself with my ability to read an article about how civilization is going to collapse in like a week while also being very concerned about the future of my favorite television characters. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have one more. Uh, oh, Nate Fernald, at Nate Fernald, uh, said, I had sex with a George O'Keefe painting and it gave birth to an Ann Gettys photograph. Mm. <laughs> For all my fine art heads out there. <laughs> You can find me on Jack underscore O'Brien. I've got a couple saved up because I was out Monday. Uh, yes, Zeitgang, I was getting my stomach pumped for having too much semen in it uh, from having blown thousands of dudes in a single two-hour period. Uh, so I have some favorite tweets saved up, uh, such as Cat Damon tweeted, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm Hulk Hogan, hey there, brother. Uh, Ryan Rules Okay tweeted Strawberry Jam. Hi, I'm Strawberry Jam, Blueberry Jam. Hi, I'm Blueberry Jam, Raspberry Jam. Hi, I'm Raspberry Jam, Orange Jam. Bonjour, you may call me Marmalade. <laughs> uh, 
And Geraldine tweeted, the Joker should have been a woman. And she finally went insane because too many random dudes told her to smile. So now she perpetually smiles while terrorizing Gotham. I think it's just a good idea for... Actually a good idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Miles, what song are we going to ride out on? We are going to do a track from Rubble Bucket. I just want to remind people, reproductive rights, human rights. This song, the title, should just remind you all that we all came out of a lady. This is a track called Came Out of a Lady. Uh, and it's got a really good, I mean, I really like this group. Uh, and if you like brass, you like live instruments, they're, mm. they, they got it going. They got it going. So uh, check out this one, Came Out of a Lady by Rubble Bucket. Rubble Bucket's what I call my can. Um, Your toilet? No, my butt. Oh. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Because it's just like the aftermath of destructive force. I'm tired. It's been a long, <laughs> long episode. Uh, <laughs> Rubble, also one of my favorite Paw Patrol characters. Uh, that's going to do it for today. We're going to ride out on that. We'll be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast. And we'll talk to you guys then. Bye.